ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर शुण्वता स्वकता कृष्णा पुण्यश्रवणकीर्तना हृदय तस्भद्राणी विधिनोती सुहृत्सता नष्टाषु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी ओम अज्ञानतिरंदाजनाशलाकया चक्षुन्मीथना तस्म श्रीगुरव नम मुखम कौतिवाचा पंगुम लंगायते गिरी यहाँ वंदे श्रीगुरु दीनतारणम So we'll just review what we covered in the last session. Many of you are not there, right? Have we also? Nobody is there. Okay, I'll just uh, not recollect some points. So we discussed twenty nineteen to twenty eighteen, right? Today is twenty second. So we discussed twenty one and twenty uh, twenty and twenty one. So this is the. This is, these are the last two sections uh, verses of that whole theme, where uh, Sudha Goswami is telling how by rendering service to pure devotees one gets affinity of hearing and gradually that hearing develops into loving service to the Lord. This whole section seventeen to twenty one is very crucial. You know, gradually if you see devotees established in Nishta, then in you know he even comes to see the Lord directly. So that much uh, progress he makes. So these were the last two verses, twenty and twenty-one. So in twentieth verse, uh, the devotee is experiencing uh, enlivened. He is enlivened in devotional services, experiencing lot of joy. So Prabhupada says in purport, and gladdened. He is very glad. And then he is established in unalloyed goodness. So earlier verse he says established in goodness. So this is even more, you know, pure goodness. And now he gains positive scientific knowledge about the personality of God. That means everything about the Lord is revealed to him now. Everything about Krishna, and is and what are his qualifications to get revelation? Is Prabhupada talks about two different qualify two two qualifications. One is he is mukta sanga, he is liberated, and the other one is he is prasanna manaso, means he is completely engladdened due to devotional service. So Prabhupada says in the purport only the bhakti can give that. Mukta Sangha, and also that enlight and engladdenment or na happiness. So some some of the points in the purport, Prabhupada was telling that um, um, this stage of you know this is a qualification. If somebody says you know is ready to, somebody says I want to experience God or something, somebody has to come to this stage of Mukta Sangha liberation. Then only they are qualified. And Prabhupada says in his lecture that spiritual life is scientific. That means scientific means if you give a set of rules and equations, if you follow that, you'll get the net result. That's how scientific experiments are. You mix water and oxygen at certain temperature, or rather, H hydrogen and oxygen at certain temperature, you'll get water. Science means you have certain requirements, and you follow that strictly, you'll get the net result. So similarly, spiritual life also, if you give in certain conditions of you know eagerness and earnestness and sincerity on behalf of disciple and one of its spiritual master and following the rules and regulations strictly, the net result is somebody has to become liberated and attain pure love for Krishna. 
protocol yeah so it's um, it's so well defined basically prabhupada is defeating the points like you know otherwise people say bhakti is uh, sentiment all this unknown vague terms it's not like that so you sh- i recommend you to listen to this lecture spiritual life is scientific on this verse 1.2.20 um, shilpapad gives so nicely he establishes how our process is so bona fide and scientific we also sometimes don't have that conviction right we also feel no it's some feeling i have no it's not a feeling it's it's a, it's tangible no it's measurable it's like no that's why prabhupad says you know even in devotees there is gradation there is kanishta madhyama and uttama why this distinction is there that means you can measure somebody's devotion right like that so that's why there is another lecture he gives prabhupada talk he talks about these three different categories of no uttama so only uttama bhakta can be without any doubts that's when completely the knowledge of the lord can be revealed to him so the doubtlessness in the earlier verse we discussed that krishna actually eliminates the doubts from the heart of the devotee being pleased by his devotion from within the heart that verse 10.10 right tesham satata yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam he gives the knowledge also and also with the shining lamp of knowledge he he removes the ignorance which is says tesham evanu kampartam aham agnyana jamtamaha so with this um, lamp of knowledge agnyana he will remove so this is the reciprocation of the lord towards his uh, you know devoted servant now um, and in the purport proper emphasizes that being in brahmana is not enough to realize god brahmana is the beginning point because in the mode of goodness is a beginning point but one has to come to the stage of vaishnava or um, stage of pure goodness or liberated soul in order to begin to re- uh, realize god actually so um, that's why you know again the points about how vaishnava is already a brahmana and how vaishnava is greater than brahmana those points come about so that's the first words text number 21 now um, okay this is where actually krishna says so now this is the these are the reciprocation krishna is going to provide to the devotee what is going to happen is not in the heart is pierced there is a tight knot what is that knot in the heart do you remember from prabhupada's lectures material bondage, material bondage. more more you know gra- more more fine grained anamika you were there right Mataji. yeah what was the knot we discussed about madhuri uh, even uh, family bonding all those things are also not right yeah but what is the root cause how does it start shri prabhat says a particular verse he says it's do you remember desire attachment desire sex life prabhat says yeah. at a sex life he says that words right um what is that pumsha striya maituni that words often prabhat's quotes maituni maituni agara it becomes like a hard knot actually so it all starts from we remember right initially we have pure love for krishna in spiritual world and then the moment we start to enjoy that love converts into lust so that's the that's the reason we fall down because of contact with mode of passion that love converts into lust so that lust is nothing but you know gross terms it's a sex life and in subtle terms also we have so that's what is causing the whole material existence for us you know for us to take birth life after life after life is to is to just to enjoy that of course you know sex life means to enjoy separate from the lord that's what he means by it encapsulates that point so and uh, that in lecture shri prabhupada is telling so that's the original so then a man wants to you know have a woman and woman wants to have a man not to satisfy that desire 
then they marry and do you think now the knot will be it will be loosened because that is it becomes it's like you know you put more uh, more knot then you more children more knots <laughs> then you have you know family the house and you know country and everything you know more and that's that's, that's what she proposes we are so bound up and we cannot actually relieve ourselves so the only way krishna is promising here in this 21st verse is that that knot he is going to pierce he is going to start loosening the knots in the heart that's the power of bhakti and then he says all misgivings are cut then proper talks about what are misgivings is people have so many misgivings about whether are we the soul are we the body is the supreme spirit or sentient or sentient or insentient means is conscious or unconscious or you know is a person all the so many doubts and dilemmas everything everybody has so these things will be cut into pieces so the devotee will be completely uh, clear and fixed up in devotion service and then uh, what other sri krishna is going to do is chain of fruitive actions is terminated so the reason we take birth after birth is because of karma so this body proper is saying that is a preparation for next life next body we are actually a day to day we are preparing the next body already in next life so that ch- but unless that karma is cut or terminated there is no way we can progress like in other get liberated or go to krishna so proper says the bhakti is so powerful krishna can actually take up all this karma so he gave an example of how chickpea seeds i love mataji's chana sabzi <laughs> she used to make so nicely the chickpea he said if it's fresh and you sow in the ground then it grows as a plant but if you fry it and sow it then it doesn't rise so like that so he says we should fry our karma through in the fire of bhakti <laughs> then automatically then all the seeds get rather you know it doesn't fructify anymore and existing karma will not generate because we are only doing devotional service it's a karma so that's the key proper was talking about so lot of nice points you know we discussed and then finally the devotee sees the self as master so that means he he sees the super soul or rather krishna as his master and he is a servant and he dedicate dedicates himself to serve the lord so these are some of the points we discussed So uh, now from 22nd onwards today we are going to cover like couple of verses 22nd and 23 the section is uh, talking about how krishna is absolute truth and he alone needs to be served not the demigods not the other fact brahman not all those things but krishna the absolute truth has to be served so we'll cover two verses today this text number 22 ato vai kavayo nityam ato kavayo nityam bhaktim paramaya mudha mudha bhaktim paramaya mudha vasudeve bhagavati vasudeve bhagavati kurvanti atma kurvanti atma prasadina danim kurvanti atma prasadanim certainly therefore since time immemorial all transcendentalists have been rendering devotional service to lord krishna the personality of godhead with great delight because such devotional service is enlivening to the self so what are some of the points which strike you when you read this verse since time immemorial all transcendentalists have been rendering devotional service to lord krishna the personality of godhead with great delight because such devotional service is enlivening enlivening to the self Mm, yeah so basically no 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 that doesn't mean that much that one so from time immemorial means from ages ages from the beginning from the beginning for so many years. it's not like you know just now 
okay like 5000 years ago krishna appeared only the service has begun only 5000 years ago it's it's like you know it's from long time all devotees and some other points i want all of you to raise some points it's very crucial points who are they serving is adesh serving shiva or ganesha so krishna so that's another point proper this bhagavatam is saying from time immemorial knowing that the krishna is absolute truth and he is the supreme devotees have been surrendering their lives to lord krishna alone and then what's happening with net result was they were enlivened and they were doing it with great pleasure not like grudgingly you know okay now i have to serve krishna uh, that uh, gauranga prabhu says right if you ask somebody to chant uh, you know are krishna are krishna they say are kitna are kitna are kitna they chant you know <laughs> so it's not like that you know with great delight they take pleasure in serving the lord and so, so and the other point shri prabhu says is that therefore this term therefore is very crucial this usually people use as a concluding discussion after having discussion debate between two people to come talk about the conclusion they say okay so therefore after all this uh, after the all this analysis this is the conclusion so that's why this verse is so crucial it's talking about the conclusion from all the things we discussed about the importance of serving the lord so that's why you know people have been serving the lord lord sri krishna from time immemorial because of his glories Okay, so these are some of the points and in the purport shri prabhupad focuses on what is so special about sri krishna so that's what you know one of the points but i wanted to you know let's have a discussion about that so we have so many uh, let's say you know even demigods and so many people whom we can worship right and among vishnu tattva also there are so many so what is what are some of the things which make krishna stand apart or other you know make it very very special serving lord krishna very special we can say first for comparison with demigods let's say it's very easy comparison to demigods why we have to serve krishna we know right why because he is supreme um uh, demig- demigods are like servants to him he he appointed them for okay so all the results which demigods give are coming through him anyway so rather serve the master can the demigods give liberation no so the demigods cannot give liberation only krishna can give so all the vishnu tatra uh, tatva are already in a category where are more worshipable than demigods and so worshiping demigod also we can get into bondage like yes 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 yeah one lecture shri prabhupada was telling that lord shiva is ashutosha ashutosha so he gives so easily you know why he gives because he is, he doesn't want to be bothered is a vaishnava he, he wants to do his chanting and somebody is coming no oh, sir give me this give me this he says okay okay take go go, go. so he doesn't want to be bothered so he just quicks quickly so even brahma even krishna doesn't give like that he was telling so but then he doesn't give exactly what we really beneficial for you, for us no so that's a risk okay so then what are other points which make a devotional service to krishna stand apart full satisfaction because um, because the soul is always you know we are eternally serving the lord and now when we are reestablishing the relationship we are automatically getting satisfied that's very nice point okay and among vishnu tatva let's say you know we have rama narsimha so many avataras all are you know very benevolent everybody can give liberation now right so among them why krishna is so special there are some things about krishna which make him special what are they this no awe and reverence right so um there is uh, 
ரிலேஷன்ஷிப்ராமா then he said you know in this lifetime i'm going to have only one wife so i cannot have that relationship next life i'm going to come as krishna then you be appear there in the wombs of gopis and then we can have the relationship then they they are born again in the wombs of gopis and then krishna has rasalila with them and actually marries those queens there are some set of queens called rishishinga uh, gopi this like this kind of i read that uh, they they saw lord lord ramachandra but they were not so attracted to because they thought krishna is more attractive yes. krishna has so much of uh, i mean we can have that relationship so ramachandra understood that bhava and then they got he thought he gave them the blessings you know that yeah maybe you can yeah yeah that's the story we added right yeah that's the story we found it but so essentially it's the same thing you know they had some kind of feeling looking at the lord and but they wanted a different form of the lord to be more personal yeah relationship so that's the speciality of krishna you know the unalloyed love of raja can only be experienced with krishna then what are other some are some of the other points it's all in the purport but i wanted to first brainstorm before we yeah bhavagrahi yes is like is um, a protector of his devotees more than any uh, anybody else yeah so that's you know that's very nice yeah yeah so mainly that's the point actually so we'll just go through the points yeah and then you uh, know discuss so we'll let's read a section of the purport almost for, almost full of the purport like we can just read from the beginning till rajabhumi the speciality of ஸ்ரீகிருஷ்ணாஸ்ரீகிருஷ்ணாஸ்ரீகிருஷ்ணாஸ்ரீகிருஷ்ணாஸ்ரீகிருஷ்ணாஸ்ரீகிருஷ்
the speciality of devotion service unto the personality of God is Sri Krishna specifically mentioned. So some of the points Srila Prabhupada is saying first is he is the original personality of God. So all other expansions are coming from him. So that makes it special. Like, you know, there can only be only one original one. Like somebody was giving, Radhanath Maharaj was giving a lecture, he was introducing Sham Sundar Prabhu in the in the Chaupati temple when he was giving class. You know Sham Sundar Prabhu, right? He established the Iskon London temple with Mahdi, Malti Mataji's husband. So in, while introducing him, in order to distinguish him or rather appreciate him better, he said he was the first temple president of Iskon Chaupati. And he said there can only be one first temp- one there can only can only be one first temple president, <laughs> right? Nobody else before or nobody else after can take that position. That's gone actually. So you know, imagine how special he is. So he was telling. So like that, there can only be one original personality of God, and nobody else can. <laughs> so that you know, so special about Krishna. And the example is given in Bhagavatam how Krishna is compared to the original candle. And if we take we take original candle and lit other candles, and all the other candles also will have same potency and same illumination, but still their original candle is different. That there is a first candle, second candle, third candle, like that. So all expansions of the Lord, personal expansions especially, are equally potent. You know, they're all Vishnu Tattva. They all can li- give liberation, but they manifest certain qualities or he hides certain qualities. That's the difference. But Krishna has full exhibition of all the qualities. And the second one is uh, living entities are separated parts and parcels of the personality of Godhead. Um, okay, why? Oh, I think we messed up with the. Okay. So the next point is the Lord Sri Krishna is original form of Godhead. Original form of God. So he's a Swayam Rupa. It's the same point. And the other point is he's the last word in the transcendence. That what are the three different uh, phases of absolute truth? Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagavan. So, whenever Prabhupada says last word in transcendence, he means that he is Bhagavan. Because there are three words, right? The first word, second word, third word. So, third word in transcendence is Krishna, Bhagavan. And he is more attractive to higher transcendentalists who participate in eternal pastimes of the Lord. So, even devotees uh, who want to participate in the Lord are more attracted to this particular form of the Lord, as we discussed in that Leela pastime with the sages. So, and in no other forms that the Lord offers intimate personal contact as in the transcendental pastimes of Lord in Rajabhumi. So, he doesn't, there is no room to have that. So, imagine in Krishna, even like normal Jiva who are Nityabhata can attain pure love and have the relationship with Krishna. It's so wonderful, right? Like, it's not just the Nitya Siddha devotees in spiritual world can only have that conjugal relationship but especially in the Lord Chaitanya's movement it's possible that all of us can also enter into that Madhurya relationship with Krishna so Lord pastimes are eternal and are manifested in due course once in a day of Brahmaji that's special actually the Lord's pastimes are always going on it's like Prabhupada says you know there is 6.30 there is sunrise okay let's say 6.35 sunrise is gone but 6.30 somewhere else sun is rising so like that, Krishna has just taken birth here and is killing Putana. In some other planet, he is just taking birth. So he is always taking birth. There in so, so many universes, he is always taking birth. So that's why it's called Nitya Leela. He says, you know, past times are eternal. Uh, one more point I was thinking um, that makes it so special. I was, what is that? Yeah, there are four qualities. There are 64 qualities of, uh, uh, you know, which the Lord manifests. Lord Ramachandra manifests 60 of them and there are only 4 qualities which only Krishna can manifest. Who knows this? 
Tribanga form. Flute. Venu. Venu. Madhuriya. Only Krishna plays beautiful flute. And Krishna is the only beauty. Beauty is beauty. Yeah, beauty. Is the most beautiful one. Yeah. And he is the one who is most adored by his devotees. Like, you know, he is the one enchanted. He enchants more with. He is the one found more found with this devo loving devotees yeah Madhuri, yeah Madhuri. but yeah we don't remember it's a very nice we can have one yeah. story about that okay. you can figure out and if you can look it up that one no, I, yeah, I know it yeah yeah so that's uh, that's the speciality about Sri Krishna you know that there are only four qualities which only he can manifest so that's so that's so nice about uh, Sri Krishna so we'll come I we should have discussed this later because I wanted to add some other points but we can discuss other points in the which are not in this particular purport but which are from his lectures so he gave two lectures on this particular verse so the first point Prabhupada is talking about therefore therefore he is saying means that one is firmly convinced beyond all doubts so somebody has after all this analysis has come to the conclusion that I have to serve only Krishna so that means he is fixed he is without any doubts so that's what is related to the earlier words where Krishna says, I remove all the doubts, right? So then what does it mean to be firmly convinced? Prabhupada is telling in the uh, lecture, that means it's not a sentiment. Firmly convinced means it's not a sentiment. We can explain how the God is creating just by his desiring. We can explain, for example, how the God has created just by his desire and glancing, the whole creation is happening. So, it's not a sentiment just because, oh, I like it, I want to worship Krishna. No, but we can prove it. He says, we can prove it in all, you know, using all philosophy, all scientific arguments, everything, we can prove the God, God that, you know, Krishna is Supreme Personality of God. That's the third point. The second point, he says that by following this Bhagavad Dharma, one can be completely doubtless about God. We can also come to the stage of Nishta or firmly convinced about the God by following this Bhagavata Dharma, reading Srimad Bhagavatam and following the principles of Bhagavatam, that God is, what are all the qualities about God? He is a person, he is conscious, sentient, and he is a supreme director, supreme knower, supreme physicist, and supreme chemist, and finally he says everything supreme. Mm-hmm. So we can be firmly convinced. There should not be any doubt about it, but we have a lot of doubts, right? So we will talk about that. Then how does the devotee know Krishna who is unlimited then? Is so unlimited, is so supreme. And how does a devotee know? Because Krishna is present as a Paramatma in our heart. So Krishna reveals from within, right? Teshaam And also Guru helps from outside. So Guru Krishna Pasadepai. So that's from within and without, devotee is being helped. So that's why Krishna is revealed to him. And the third one, a practical point for us is then, you know, this person to be beyond all doubts, he is basically is an Uttama Adhikari. But we are all, can we have, do we, can we, if we want to share, do you want to share some of the doubts we may, we had or we may have right now about spiritual life which are maybe blocking us from completely dedicating ourselves? Some of the doubts, maybe some of your friends may have, let's say who are in the new stages, we can see right when they reveal to us, you know, what doubts they have. Some just for the sake of, you know, what are some of the doubts anybody may have in spiritual life which may block them from making advancement or surrendering fully. If we don't have any doubts, that means it's 24 hours, we should be completely <laughs> dedicating to Krishna. Laziness. laziness uh, no, doubts means, okay, laziness is a result of having doubts or maybe not having firmly con- firm conviction. 
right so why what are the things which are causing us to not have confirmed conviction Wow. That is the thing. <laughs> okay, so we we some people have doubt that even after reading sh- shastras everything, okay, the you no know, all this uses all like somebody's made up all these books and all really you know is it Krishna existing? Wow, yeah, that's so powerful. If somebody has <laughs> okay. it. Also, I when Jana, I ஆச்சாரியாஸ் if we apply ourselves sincerely then actually we will get the revelation ourselves so that's how you know i i, I think the more we listen and for myself i'm saying like the more i listen um, you know i come to the conclusion yeah. because before it was like you know my parents told me to pray so i am praying okay yes <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes that's very nice yeah yeah that's how we should just apply ourselves sincerely then as we krishna reveals from within we discuss so many times right so krishna will give the conviction so we will also elevate us to the stage where we are completely convinced proper says uttama adhikari nobody can defeat him he can make everybody into devotees but nobody can you know tell him that there is no god so he is so much mad about god <laughs> nobody can make him unmad he is so crazy about god so um ஆச்சாரிய <laughs> <laughs> we should feel so humble that actually our acharyas have given us a way in which my service also can be offered to the lord no i am so fortunate i we should be so grateful that you know okay let me do based on the that guidance i have been given so let me do this more sincerely diligently and krishna knows we are not perfect and all the other devotees also know we are not perfect but still he is accepting my service still devotees are accepting my service so that should make us very very you know humble and grateful that you know oh, how fortunate i am that i have been given this chance that you know i can offer something to krishna no i am that may you know we are not qualified at all you know if we think artificially you know i can do everything perfectly it's it's just illusion and it's just puffed up position actually you know this is a very good position to be and praying that you know krishna please reveal to me how i can improve my service no please it could be from some devotees will give some idea or something some uh, somebody else gives suggest something you know mataji why are you doing like this do like this so krishna will reveal through those then we act on that like that because otherwise we act 
according to whatever intelligence we have according to whatever guidance we have we act the best uh, to our capacity based on our sincerity anyway so if krishna gives more ideas more instructions more guidance then we will improve right so we should keep praying that at the same time uh, keep up the spirit service attitude but just because i am making false if it stop service then there is no use actually it's actually then we are focusing you know we are supposed to be krishna conscious remember krishna then we are we will become offense conscious you're always thinking i'm doing offense i'm doing offense i'm doing offense now so much you think about offense instead of krishna so that's also maya actually that's a way maya tricks us to this one statement uh, govindan prabhu once told me which always uh, stayed with me he says whenever you chant the holy name if you if you notice that your my concentration is going away from the holy name you should think that's maya whenever you know it could be it service or something else if it's taking your concentration away from hearing the holy name that's just maya that's all he says you know just you write it down if it's suppose you have a major event in your home or something just make a note and continue hearing properly but don't delve on it and don't you know increase the thoughts and make a big project plan in mind and things like that you know that's so a very crucial line uh, phrase actually in one line he made that statement okay as much as possible avoid offense as much as mm. possible because krishna sees your sincerity yeah Hmm. But sometimes we don't know that we are doing that offense, right? I mean, for us, we are thinking that we are not doing offense, but maybe it's an offense then. Yeah, actually, you know, everybody of us are doing offense because the what you know what's the statement? Hmm. I don't know who says this. I don't remember. They say when we when somebody chants the holy name of the Lord, and if the tears are not coming from the eyes, and if the hair is not standing, and the body is not trembling, yeah. means their chanting is offensive. So all of us are doing. So only thing what we have to figure out is what offenses we are doing. no if you are not able to see it maybe can somebody show us like that so we can take help like that you know oh i really want to come to stage of pure chanting not like you know there are three stages right nama aparada nama bhasha nama shuddha nama so you know yeah so anama aparada is like you know offensive stand stage of chanting we are all like that right so somehow we should come to the at least uh, you know offenseless or rather um, you know the shadow of pure name So where it's we are not committing more offenses, we are just maintaining. Then we'll come to pure chanting. It's like that. No, everybody has to go through this phase. So we can take help, like you know, Krishna Prabhupada says. That's why I created this society, you know, association of devotees. So we can everybody help each other to raise forward. And now we have sanghas, associations. This is the you know venue where we can discuss all this and help each other and things I like. I also heard one lecture regarding this humility point only that you know sometimes we tell to devotees why oh, I do so much of offense, I do like this, I do like it, trying to get gather their sympathy. You know, oh. Maybe we are not humble, exactly. but we are just. imitating that we are i mean mm. it is telling so we should, that humility should come within yes. that will reflect you know it you oh. have to that tell that you are humble yeah so the, that's very good so re, when somebody is re, there is something called false humility and real humility so how do we judge you know what humility we have is that the real humility will help us come closer to krishna it will help us depend more on krishna it will help us uh, you know invest more in the devotional practices thinking that okay i am fallen i really want to become a better devotee for krishna and better devotee in the eyes of my spiritual master but if it's falsely humble means we just want to call ourselves humble so we think oh yeah yeah you know i am not doing anyway not doing good anyway i am not doing good any anyway. just go into that ignorance actually it's 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 ignorance actually we'll never pick ourselves up it just go into the loop of 
you know it's lack of self esteem you know lack of self confidence lack of self esteem so we should pick ourselves up and you know we should at least come to the mode of goodness right so it's not a we will get depressed actually you know spiritual life prabhupada is saying it has to enliven the self instead of that it becomes like a big burden <laughs> offenses burden or whatever so it's all we we make so much um, prabhupada said this process is so simple but we make it so complicated because we are so complicated so you know we our all our things we put it in the process yesterday harilas prabhu was telling india the whole the, the culture and understanding about the god it's a big pot of kichdi says no so, so many misconceptions so many you know it's very difficult to unravel the mysteries of you know what's happening in india it's like that so you know we have pure process which are given but we add all our kichdi business everything into this and try to do our own stuff we don't take help don't take guidance even if we get it we interpret it in different way do something else and bah, so much so that shows how fallen we are actually you know how much uh, you know even if we are given so best thing it's so easily we are not able to take it up nicely that's what she proposed telling in his lectures yesterday for the last week's works he he concludes with the same point the which ties into the thing which i wanted to discuss so krishna's devotion service is so special we talked about it how wonderful it is to attain rajabhumi and one one of the lecture rompad maharaj gave right where he is talking about brahma samhita that braja prema oh no actually harivilas prabhu was giving about chaitanya charitamrita i remember i attended that lecture he was telling that braja prema cannot be given easily only when he came as lord chaitanya he was able to give that prema because nobody else can give that prema only lord himself has to give that's why he came as lord chaitanya to give that braja prema to all of us so imagine that the most precious thing is given by the lord very easily no so prabhupad was telling that it's given so easily and so you know just you have to chant the hari krishna mantra but see how unfortunate we are we are not able to take it up that's so prabhupad concludes the lecture i can i i could feel his compassion actually you know he is feeling so much sorry like you know oh it's so wonderful so precious i'm like distributing diamonds for just 1 rupee but nobody is ready to take the diamonds they all are going for all this glass you know artificial jewelry shops and things like that so it's like that you know so so he was feeling very very uh, compassionate for all the people you know not only for all of us we should also think about ourselves you know how much are we taking advantage of this opportunity that shows in the way we take the devotions of seriously if you really value this and we really want this swaja prema and we really want to you know take advantage fully then it should show in our you know practices you know how diligent we are about hearing how diligent we are about chanting taking association serving devotees all the limbs of devotion service so when we do it so sincerely and so with so much earnestness and eagerness then krishna will reveal so much joy about devotion service and enlivening to the self otherwise we'll after some years we'll start becoming oh this also same i i still still don't get any taste of course chanting will take so many years to get taste but at least there should be something which is helping us driving forward in devotion service radhakrishna prabhu said you should find something which you really like and get happy in devotional life somebody it may be cooking somebody it may be you know sharing krishna consciousness somebody it may be you know teaching kids something else just hold on to that and keep investing on it year after year that's what takes you longer you know we, this devotion service is the, the process which prabhupada is given are going to bear the fruit the results are there it's guaranteed because prabhupada promised and that's it's blessed by the acharyas the results are going to be there so the only the only thing we need to do is we just need to remain alive 
that's in the Japariti Rampatmanaja Stilling, Jeevanti, which just remain alive, holding our beat back, chanting our rounds, you know, associating with devotees. That's all. Just year after year, you know, as our birthdays keep coming, we should think, oh, I'm still chanting, I'm still chanting, it's good. <laughs> I'm still living in devotional service. So when we feel like that, then we feel, you know, that's all we need to do. Just follow four regulative principles and chant of 16 rounds and already there's so much troubles with kids and so many, you know, entanglements. Krishna is seeing all that, with the, beyond all that we are pulling through. One round, one round, you know, it's dragging through and Krishna sees all that effort and he's going to recognize us. You know, he's going to give us pure devotional service. Yeah, he's saying something. Yeah, why not? You can you know there are so many devotees who examples of devotees who steadily year after year uh, for forty, fifty years they used to cook Rajaboga every day or rather you know for the deities. Imagine that service after so many years of that steady effort, how much hard they pu- get purified. No, uh, especially for Divya Sri Mataji, Radha Krishna Prabhu gave instruction like, on your birthdays and marriage day, you invite devotees home and you serve them prasadam. No, he said everyone. Every yeah. Yeah, everyone and she took it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why she invites the daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, have home programs and my devotees at least on your birthdays and your anniversary. Yeah. So, so she, among all the audience, she took it up. She yeah. took it up and she did it like so yeah. Yeah, for everyone he said, you know, because serving devotees is very important, crucial, you know. So we have to figure out how to serve. You know, for example, my main way to serve is to share whatever realizations I have and this way I am serving devotees. Everybody is serving. It's not like somebody is a teacher, somebody is a... It's not like that, right? And And then somebody is serving by, if somebody is good at cooking and they can do nicely, they serve by inviting devotees home and they serve. That's all. We have to find out what keeps us in the what it, what is gives us happiness, and we can continue doing it, and that's all we need. To. So you can instead of cooking for yourself or cooking for the, you know Rajaboga, you can invite devotees home and cook and have kirtan and do. Then that's that immediately takes you at a different level. Yeah. But hearing and chanting has to be there for everyone. Okay, so then next point Prabhupada is telling about this uh, enlivening to the self, right? The second point in the notes Bhaktim Atma Prasadini Prasadani. So, uh, Prabhupada is telling the point is if we actually want happiness, pleasure, satisfaction, then we must dovetail all our activities with Krishna. And that is for our interest. So, why we are asked to, you know, engage in all our activities, serve Krishna, Krishna also demands, right? Manmana, bhava, madbhakto, madhyaji, maam, namaskur, maam, evesha, satyam, te, pratishane, priyasimi. Always remember me, think of me, offer your homage unto me, worship me, do all activities dedicated to me. It feels like a big egotist, you know, talking about me, me, me. <laughs> right? No, like that, you know, but it's not for his interest. He's self-satisfied. He has so many millions and millions of pure devotees serving him already. So he doesn't need anything from us actually. But it's for our interest, Prabhupada says. And that, uh, like, we refer to this verse, 7.9.11. Sri Prahlad Maharaj says this verse like just like how we decorate the face when we decorate our face and see the mirror the reflection also appears decorated right 
so similarly when we serve the lord and lord becomes happy then our our so we become happy so we are reflection from the lord so nice example so nice example pralad maharaj quotes this example so the lord being fully satisfied the offering of service only benefits the devotee just like if one face is decorated the reflection of one's face in the mirror is also seen to be decorated another example shri prabhupada says in the ninth ninth chapter of bhagavad gita example the devotee and the lord are like gold and diamond so devotee is like gold and the lord is like a diamond so the when you put the diamond in the gold both go, both of them appear very beautiful so diamond is uh, more glorious and devotee uh, rather gold becomes more attractive right so that's how if the devotee is engaged in devotional service to the lord both the lord becomes glorious as well as the devotee it's so wonderful yeah so we should never think you know like why am i serving krishna no, as if you know we are doing a favor to krishna <laughs> so we should be very clear that you know it's i'm doing all this for my own benefit okay So we'll go to the next verse then, text number twenty-three. Okay, the um, satvam rajastama iti prak. Oh, what is the verse? Uh, meter. Satvam rajastama iti prakrute gunastair. Satvam rajastama iti prakrute gunastair. Yukta para purusha eka ihasya datte. Yukta para purusha eka ihasya datte. Stiti. ट्रांसेंडेंटल पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉडेड इज इंडली एसोसिएटेड विद थ्री मोड्स ऑफ मटीरियल नेचर नेमली पैशन गुडनेस एंड इग्नोरेंस एंड जस्ट फॉर द सेक फॉर द मटीरियल वर्ड्स क्रिएशन मेन्टेनेंस एंड डिस्ट्रक्शन ही एक्सेप्ट थ्री क्वालिटेटिव फॉर्म्स ऑफ ब्रह्मा विष्णु एंड शिवा ऑफ दीज थ्री ऑल ह्यूमन बींग्स कैन डिराइव अल्टीमेट बेनिफिट फ्रॉम विष्णु द फॉर्म ऑफ द क्वालिटी ऑफ गुडनेस so in this verse it's talking about how लॉर्ड एक्सपैंड हिमसेल्फ एज ब्रह्मा विष्णु एंड शिवा for the sake of maintaining the creation in charge taking in charge of different modes and how among all of them by worshiping vishnu who is who is in charge of the mode of goodness one derives ultimate benefit of liberation from the material existence so that's this verse um so we'll just try to briefly discuss this thing we're already running late Okay, so first point. Let's look at the notes. First point, Shri Prabhupada says is that Lord Sri Krishna and all his plenary parts are Vishnu Tattva, Tattva or Lordship of Godhead. Everybody is Vishnu Tattva. All the personal expansions, like from Krishna comes Baladeva, and from Baladeva comes Sankarshana, Sankarshana Narayana, and from Narayana comes another Sankarshana, and from another Sankarshana comes Vishnu Purusha Avataras. Like you know, the three Purusha Avataras. Karna Daksha Vishnu, Shiro Daksha Vishnu, and Garbo Daksha Vishnu. Second one, we change the order. So that's how all the Vishnu avatars are all expanding from Krishna. And the second point is, in order to maintain smooth execution of the affairs of the universe, Lord Himself expands it into Vishnu, Brahma, and Shiva. So I summarized, you know, the points about these three Guna avatars. is that paramatma akshiro daksha vishnu is the deity of goodness and he is maintaining the universe brahma is the deity of passion and he is creating the universe and shiva is the deity of ignorance and he is destroying the universe okay so it doesn't mean they are in that mode 
no we should we think oh brahma shiva is in mode of ignorance they are in charge of the mode but they are not in that modes they are devotees of the lord they are serving the lord so in the lecture shila papa is talking about some of the details about this material world you know why this world is created some things we, we can talk about so papa is saying that uh, yeah the whole creation comes out simply by glancing so lord just glances and the whole material creation comes about and it is temporary so 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 called so it's so elaborate or rather it's so much uh, so many details and so much work involved but all together at the end of it it's temporary there's so many you know hills and mountains so much is there but at the end of it if you know bottom line it's all temporary it's created it comes into existence and it has to be annihilated so proper this talking it's like flashlights proper this telling flashlights are red yellow and blue is it is he talking about the traffic light I think it's a police lights. That's oh, okay. why uh, yeah, police lights. Yeah. Okay. And then, then he also explained that it lights comes and goes away. So that means the police okay. comes and goes away. Oh, okay. Then these are primary colors. No, no, no. RGB. No, no. He's talking about flashlights. Flashlights. I think uh, police flashlights, not the traffic lights. And it always doesn't appear. It's like sometimes yes. blue, and then it's blue colors like like that. Mm. Sometimes blue, sometimes red. Mm. That's what when I was searching, I could find only that. Oh, very good. Yeah, so fine. Good that you point that. Yeah, there will not be any mistake about what Shilpa said. I was thinking, it does he mean you know? Because if it's green, then I could see signal like yes, you know, but it was not green. Yeah, yeah, that's why I think so. He meant that. Very good. So yeah, this of flashlights, red, yellow, and blue, they appear and they go. it's not like always yellow always blue always red right so like that proper this saying this creation it appears and goes it's always in flux but the creator is always existing like how a person controlling the flashlights he's always existing you no know, police inside inside he will say okay now the on now off right then only the lights come otherwise they don't come he also mentions that the the carrier of the lights are there right ha ah. so that's why i thought maybe it's this yeah. one very good yeah so that's the thing you know so because material creation is in flux we should not think that creator also is non existing at some point krishna says in bhagavatam in the chaturshloki bhagavatam he says i exist before the creation i am existing while the creation i exist after this creation is annihilated so you know he is always there so then um, so what is the purpose of this material creation everybody knows that right no purpose why what is the So rectify the conditioned tendency. Rectify the tendency to enjoy. It's a chance for the conditioned soul to again rectify that, you know, the lustful propensity and revive and become uh, again attain love for Krishna and again qualify himself to go back. So Prabhupada says that this creation is like um, very nice example he gives, like a mela. When mela mela happens, sometimes in India, Magh Mela he was talking there. because lot of people come and take bath in ganges and they you know try to purify themselves and so they established a, a temporary township with all facilities inside like water you know bath facilities tents electricity everything they established so much is they so elaborate they established just for the sake of mela the moment mela is done they completely you know uprooted that so like that he said just for to give the chance of the conditioned souls to fulfill their desires to enjoy separate from the lord the whole elaborate material world is created but the moment the soul desires and comes back to krishna then it's not needed anymore of course you know always proper says there is always souls want to to come back that's the creation goes on perpetually 
So that's why it's temporary and its particular purpose is to rectify ourselves. No, to um, go back to Krishna, purify ourselves. Okay, so the next point which is related to this particular um, no, purport purpose talks about the ultimate benefit of liberation from repeated births can be obtained only from Vishnu. Why only from Vishnu? Why not other demigods? That's the points we are going to cover but can you share? Vishnu is a direct expansion of Krishna. In yeah, Vishnu Tattva basically. No? Why only Vishnu Tattva can give liberation? Why not others? Because he is Supreme Personality. Yeah, but... Um, Everything is so. What is his disposition with respect to Maya, material energy, Krishna? How is Krishna related to material energy? No, who is superior? So, so Maya, material energy, which is which is taking care of the whole material creation, is subordinate to Krishna. That's how, by serving Krishna or Vishnu Tattva or surrendering to them, we can get liberation because we can go beyond. It's as if we are going to bosses as boss. Right? So, he can tell Maya, don't disturb this devotee. Then, that's how we can subvert her and then go back to attain liberation. But all the demigods, everybody are subordinate to material energy. So, they cannot overcome themselves. They cannot help others overcome. So, that's the point. Then, they are, basically, that's what Prabhupada says. Vishnu forms are always controllers of material energy. Okay? The second point is, oh, wow, this very nice point. He's saying, in the lecture he said, our condition in life is due to our disobedience to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, unless we surrender unto Him, again became obedient, there is no question of liberation. So, we made a mistake with the Lord. We had an issue with the Lord. So, we cannot fix it by having a relation with somebody else. <laughs> you see the point, like sometimes, you know, when we have fights, sometimes we try to patch it up through somebody else. Like, you know, maybe we'll tell our mother-in-law or mother and try to deal with the husband. But ultimately, we have to sit and, you know, talk to her husband only and deal with it, right? Like, discuss and re resolve, right? So, like that, you know, we have issue with the Lord. Prabhupada is saying we have we disobedient with the Lord. So, we have to again show our obedience. That's why, that's why worship of Vishnu is important. Like, you know, serving Vishnu can give us liberation. It's a very important, uh, a very, you know, new point, unique point. I never heard this actually. Yeah. Other point he says, the prison house of the material world is created by Brahma under the instruction of personality of Godhead. So, the whole material creation which is entrapping us is also done under the instruction of the Lord. So, Lord is the ultimate authority. And then uh, Prabhupada now talks about why people worship different demigods. You know, they are foolish people who worship Brahma and Shiva. But there is no use because the facilities they are going to give you are only temporary relief. You know, that's what the verse in Bhagavad Gita 7.12 that there are temporary facilities. It's as if, he gives an example, one prisoner is there. And he can somehow, you know, appear very favorable or, you know, obedient and get favor of a superintendent of police who is in charge of the prison house. Then he may give some facilities. He was giving example like somebody is very educated and Prabhupada saw him typing in the typist room. He was actually uh, sentenced to life term uh, imprisonment. But instead of breaking stone or doing some work, he was typing in the office room. Because he was given some facilities because he pleased the superintendent of police. But the superintendent of police cannot let him out of the jail. So, Prabhupada is telling this, so these demigods can only give us temporary facilities, okay. Maybe you can have a big house or big beautiful wife or some son, like that they can give. It's temporary adjustment within this world, this is within this lifetime. But they cannot let you out of this prison house. 
So only government can do it. Only government whom the prisoner disobeyed, if they are pleased that okay again he is going to obey, they have confirmation, then they will going to release him. So like that when Krishna is convinced that okay we are going to obey him, serve him nicely, then he will allow us to go back to his world. Yeah, actually, Durga Devi is only superior. Be- yeah, because she is ex- direct expansion of Radharani and uh, she is in charge of the whole material creation and, he, and because of under her influence, all these demigods have to take birth and death again. Like, you know, Ganesha, these are all posts, Brahma, these are all posts. So, Brahma has to die because of overall superior is the material nature. Yeah, because we also say that Brahma and Shiva, they are Guna Avatar, right? Yes. So they are Guna Avatar of Vishnu. No, but they are not uh, uh, Guna Avataras, but they are not Vishnu Tattva. Brahma is, for example, is a Jiva Tattva. He is like one of us actually. Just that he is like, you know, president of the country. It's like a topmost position in the material world. But he is a Jiva. <coughs> it means he has to go through cycle of birth and death. Shiva is separate. He is called, he is a special Tattva called Shiva Tattva. He is not a Jiva, he is not a Vishnu. He is in between. Some special, only for Shiva he has. But otherwise, all the other demigods are Jiva Tattva. So, like all of us. And because they are under, they are forced to take birth and forced to take death, they are under the, they are subordinate to the material energy. They cannot overcome that, her. Because um, my question was more like, when someone asks for liberation, they actually ask for liberation from demigods, right? And they get liberated. They don't get devotion service unless they go to Krishna or Vishnu. No. No? no, they don't get. Yeah, even Brahma, when incident is there, when Rakshasa, who's that name? Narakasura or somebody, right? They ask him to give me, ah, Hiranyakashipu. He asks Brahma, Brahma, that you know, give me eternality, give me liberation. Then he says, I cannot give what I don't have, he says. Mm-hmm. I, I myself am, have, no, I, can, I don't have, yeah, uh, yeah, I have to die, so I cannot give you that. You have to only worship Vishnu for that. He said, okay, I better not worship Vishnu. No, he was arrogant. He knows Vishnu only can give, but he didn't want to submit to Vishnu in So, yeah. Okay, so then, um, so the problem is the demigods can only help us in the passion because they are in charge of passion and ignorance. They can only help in those modes, but they cannot help us in help us in mode of goodness, which is essential for devotional service. That's why we have to worship Vishnu. Okay, so that's the example of prisoner we discussed earlier, and then. Uh, Necessity is fire. So, um, Prabhupada gives another example like how um, when the tree grows and it gives wood, like tree grows from the earth and it gives wood, when you lit the wood, there is some smoke initially and after that there is fire. But all, really what we want is a fire for the yagya, cooking, everything, we need fire. So, we cannot really, you know, fulfill our desires based on wood or earth or, you know, the basic things, right? So, that, that's what Prabhupada is saying. Goodness is a mode which helps us towards liberation. So, my passion and ignorance, they will not really help us to achieve that. So, our necessity is fire. Necessity is mode of goodness. So, better we come to mode of goodness. So, worship the Lord of goodness which is Vishnu. Who is Vishnu? Then he will elevate us to come to the mode of goodness and we can... Um, that's why Prabhupada says the Brahmanas. Brahmanas in any India, if you see, um, maybe nowadays is different. In all their houses, they worship Vishnu form. Either Narayana or Vishnu, somebody they worship. That's why Brahmanas were earlier called Vaishnavas. Because they were devotees of Vishnu. Mm-hmm. 
that's a mode of goodness people brahmanas is embodiment of mode of goodness right so mode of goodness they worship vishnu automatically that's the point proper was telling and by worshiping vishnu one comes to mode of goodness so all of us we are not we were when we started or even now we are so much influenced by passion and ignorance but if we diligently serve the lord by his mercy we can be elevated to mode of goodness and pure goodness and liberated and become satisfied and enlivened in the devotional service and then that's what proper point says lord vishnu is worshiped only by devotional service and krishna is the origin of all vishnu tattva therefore becoming krishna conscious is the highest benefit of life wow so it ties into krishna consciousness so he talks about vishnu we get ultimate benefit by serving vishnu then he says vishnu is coming from krishna so you you know become krishna conscious and you get the same result <laughs> somebody says okay now let me worship vishnu right he says okay don't worry you worship krishna who is the source of vishnu also and you can achieve the same so any um, any points anybody wants to share any reflections or any thoughts related to this topic so we feel very special to be given this special opportunity to attain vajra prema and worship krishna specially specially among all the avatars achieve it at this yes yeah so yeah that's one way you know because as, I, as we were discussing we have to hold on see for example if you like distribution you just hold on and do it you know year after year you, you see that's that's how just by doing distribution vaisheshika prabhu became what he became now such a pure devotee you know spotless devotee and such a uh, embodiment of pure good qualities so just imagine one service we dedicate ourselves to that year after year steadily if you do it that's what it takes just live jeevanti <laughs> okay we'll end here then all glory to shri prabhupada okay anamika you have to share something no matter okay thank you